Before we get started with this episode, I just want to say a big heartfelt thank you. Thanks to your support and for tuning in every single week, this little podcast that could is now officially international. We are officially in eight different countries. I am still pinching myself because when I looked at my stats, I couldn't believe that people are actually listening in Singapore and in Germany, in Ireland, in Puerto Rico, in Canada, and the list goes on and on. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. And thank you for the the great feedback that you all have been sharing that keeps me motivated to keep sharing my wisdom, keep showing up for you every single week, and keep sharing little tips and strategies that'll help you take your events from mediocre to marvelous. There are a lot of exciting things I have in store for this podcast in the coming year, so I cannot wait to share it with you. I cannot wait to share the amazing things that I've been planning for the last few months, and I hope you'll keep tuning in, and I hope that the advice and the tips that I share are helpful. I hope that I continue sharing things that make you think a little differently about the events and the experiences that you're creating for those around you. And overall, that it's giving you inspiration to just create little moments of impact and little moments that you'll look back on later and say, you know, that was just a regular Tuesday evening and it turned into so something so much greater because of something that I heard on the podcast or an idea that something I said sparked in you. So that is my hope for all of you as we close out this year and wishing you all the best. I hope everybody had an amazing holiday. I hope that everybody is gearing up for a new year because believe me, I am so ready for the new year. And I I think I can say with a certain degree of certainty that I think a lot of people are too. So with that, let's jump into this last episode of 2020. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Event Fusion Podcast, the place where creativity and innovation meet to help take your event experiences from ordinary to sublime. I'm your host, Benel Laporte, and I'm an Event Fusion specialist, fundraising expert, and entrepreneur. After over 10 years in the events industry, envisioning and producing events that more than doubled revenue for clients and created raving fans out of attendees, I'm bringing you into my world. On this podcast, I'm holding nothing back. I am pulling back the curtain and sharing tips and strategies that will take your next event from frustrating and stressful to lucrative, engaging, and fun, all while keeping your sanity. If you're ready to energize your audience, multiply your revenue, and do more in less time, then you're in the right place. Ready to make your next event your best event? Let's get started. You know, it's interesting for so many people when you ask them, well, what's your favorite holiday? A lot of people will say, oh, it's Thanksgiving or it's, you know, Christmas or one of the bigger ones. But for me, I love Halloween. But beyond that, I absolutely love New Year's Eve. There's just something about the energy of the the newness of a coming year and of just letting go of all the old things that happened and just putting down whatever didn't work out 
giving yourself grace to keep moving forward. Um, There's just something about the energy, and I absolutely love New Year's Eve. And so this episode, I want to dedicate to just sharing a couple of things with you all to just put something in your mind and in your heart to get you prepared for the new year. So I know New Year's Eve tends to be one of those holidays where people make lists and they do all of these things and they have all these reflective moments on social media talking about these are the things I had, you know, on my list at the start of the year or at the end of last year, rather. And these are the things that I accomplished versus these are the things that are still working themselves out or I didn't actually get to. And so over the last few years, I've actually I've been approaching it differently. You know, there's a lot that we go through. And rather than approaching life from a standpoint of I didn't get to do this or this didn't happen or I had this goal and I didn't, you know, manage to manifest it or whatever it was. Instead, I approach it with how much did I grow and how much did I learn? Right. Because a lot of it is about the journey. And so I'm going to share with you four quick things that I would love for you to just think about as we near the end of 2020, which clearly has been an incredibly challenging year in so many different ways. But for me personally, it was actually one of immense personal and professional growth. I learned so much about myself, so much about being just a woman, a woman in this world, a woman of color navigating through this world, a businesswoman as an entrepreneur, and how those different facets of myself and my personality intersect with each other to be and and lend themselves to allowing me to be the woman that I am right now. And so as I'm thinking about 2021 and the things that I want to achieve both personally and in my business, I actually just went through a goal setting uh, session, which is unlike anything I've ever done before. Um, It felt much more aligned and rather than putting deadlines on things and saying by X date, I need to do these things, which I'll be honest, all it did was stress me out. (laughs) The more I saw the calendar ticking down and I saw the date looming and I felt like if things weren't near completion, I would feel this urgency of scrambling to get things done and it just stresses people out and it stressed me out. And so rather than doing that, I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to, you know, everything happens in divine timing. And whenever things are meant to manifest and come together, then that's when they'll happen. And so rather than setting a timeline, I leave it up to God, leave it up to the universe. The how is none of my business. All I need to do is set the intention, set the goal that I have and let the rest fall where it may and let all the pieces come together. And so that's something that I would encourage you to think about for goal setting is Set goals that are in alignment with the person you want to become moving forward. Not necessarily, you know, I need to lose X amount of weight by X amount or by X date. Because sure, it's great to, you know, it's great to have a deadline and, you know, the whole thing about goals need to be measurable and timely and all that. Yeah, I understand that. But there's also a sense of stress that comes with that, I personally think. And so how are you goal setting? How are you preparing for 2021? I know a lot of people are saying, well, 2020 was a wash and 2021 doesn't look any differently. But I actually don't subscribe to that. I think that there is a lot of hope and a lot of greatness that is awaiting everybody in 2021. And so how are you looking at the future and how are you looking at the coming year, which will be upon us in a couple of days here? And so think critically about what do you want to be true for you in 2021? If things were hard this year, what changes can you make to make the next year a little bit easier? And I know that feels differently for a lot of people. And so obviously take this with however you need to take this in terms of perspective, but just think about 
don't think that 2021 is a wash because it is not. 2021 is a brand new year. It is 12 months of opportunities for you to do things differently and show up in the world differently and operate differently. And so how are you going to do that? Along those same lines of goal setting, I would say take the next few days to truly reassess what worked and what didn't this year. Especially if you're a business owner, if you found yourself hustling and grinding a lot more than you were last year, why was that? Could it have been a circumstance of a pandemic? Absolutely. But was it coming from a place of I need to because of whatever reason? Or was there something else that changed? What What are the factors that caused you to operate differently to where you were either working more than you were last year? Or in some instances, were you working less? And if you like that, what was true that made that happen and that made that possible? So for me, I'm reassessing what do I want my life to be like? What, do, what type of business owner do I want to be? Do I want to be w- working 80 hours a week or, you know, seven days a week? Absolutely not. So what is the type of life and what is the type of business owner that I want to be? I want to have work-life balance. And if you listen to my 12 pains of event planning, you know, that's actually a myth. But in so far as I can get balance, I am definitely going to be striving for that. One last thing I'll say about reassessing and, and just taking the time to really reflect on this last year is what are the things that are no longer serving you versus what are the things that are serving you in a way that's positive? I, I tend to be of the mind that if it's not serving me spiritually, professionally, emotionally, then I, I need to let it go. Because like I said in a previous episode, if it's if it's costing you time with family, if it's costing you your peace or your joy, it is too damn expensive. And I am no longer willing to pay that price. And so think about the things that serve you Think of the things that don't. And yes, we're going to get a little controversial here, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yes, some of that sometimes includes family or toxic people in your life that just drain your energy. If you take a, a really hard look at your life and think, okay, is this person serving me? And no, when I say serving, I don't mean in a manipulative sort of way. I mean serving you as in, are they lifting you up? Are they pouring into you? Are they are they encouraging you? Are they supporting you? And that comes in many different ways, right? And so taking a hard look at the things that serve you and the things that are helping you become more of who you're meant to be as you look forward into the new year is something that I'm also taking a really hard look at. And I'm blessed to be surrounded by incredible people in my life. And I know it's not easy for everybody, but again, keep the things that serve you, that help you, that help you live into your purpose, that help you be a better, bigger version of who you are. Because I truly do believe that everybody has a special light and a special gift to share with this world. And if you have people around you that help you bring that out, then by all means, amplify that and get more of that in your life moving forward. The third thing I'll say about things to think about as we head into the new year is what does self-care look like and feel like for you? I know this year it was a lot and oftentimes we were being asked to give a lot more than any of us had to give at any point in time, which meant that for the most part, We were probably running on vapors the entire time. Forget fumes, it was vapors, which meant that we didn't even have a cup to pour from because the cup was already shattered, there was nothing in it, and there was nothing left for us to hold. And so one thing that I am truly, truly thinking about and prioritizing moving forward is self-care, which includes my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, and everything that encompasses that. Because if I can't be 
the best version of myself, I can't show up in this world the way that I want to in order to serve the people that I'm meant to serve. And so that might look differently for you. If you're a business owner, then you absolutely know what I'm talking about. And even if you're not, if you're a parent, if you're a sibling, if you're an aunt or uncle, if you're a grandparent, The world requires that you show up for people in different ways, depending on whatever circle you're talking about. We can't pour from an empty cup. So filling ourselves up first to make sure that we are okay. It's like that old, you know, that comment that they tell you in the airport or on the airplane, rather, where they say, put your mask on first and then help somebody else. We can't kill ourselves trying to help everybody else when we're also dying slowly on the inside because we're not getting what we need. And so that is my hope for all of you that you take some time to truly think about what it is that you need because you know what? It is not selfish. It is not selfish to take care of yourself. It is not selfish to put yourself first because you know what is selfish? You not being around to go to your daughter's wedding. You not being around to see your first grandchild. You not being around to participate in your sibling's graduation because you were so busy taking care of everybody else that you neglected to take care of yourself. So please, please, please prioritize your self-care, your mental health, and your physical health and everything else that encompasses that because the world needs you. And lastly, it's the one thing that we readily give to everybody else but somehow we struggle to give it to ourselves, and that is grace. We are always all just doing the best that we can with the information, the resources, and the knowledge that we have. It makes no sense to beat yourself up over things that you just don't know until you go through them. One of my dear friends always says to me, whenever I'm in these like bouts of you know doubting myself and being super critical, She says to me, would you get mad at a baby for not knowing how to walk yet? And of course, the answer is absolutely not. I mean, you have to learn that. She's like, great, exactly. So why are you not giving yourself the same grace? Because you didn't know it until you learned it. And so there are going to be so many things that we're going to be, we're going to want to be critical about, right? We didn't get to do this or we should have done that. Let me tell you, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas are going to kill everybody at some point. So why don't we just let it go? Give yourself some grace. The fact that you made it to the end of the year, forget all those people saying finish strong and set new goals and, you know, don't give up yet. Listen, screw all of that. The fact that you made it to the end of the year, that is a win. There was a lot that happened this year. You made it. You survived. And that is a massive win. So you know what? Give yourself some grace because I am extending a whole lot of grace to myself And it's something that I've had to learn over the years because it's not easy. It's a lot easier to give it to other people and extend grace when we can see things that they could have done better. But you know what? We're not going to hold it against them. Treat yourself with the same kindness. So give yourself grace and just know that at any given point in time, you are doing the best that you can. All of us are just doing the best that we can. And the more grace that we can extend to each other and to ourselves, the better off we'll be. We have three days left until we can say goodbye to 2020 and hello to 2021. And while it's exciting to welcome in something new, take a moment to just say thank you to what was. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the challenges that, yes, while they might have been really difficult in the moment, there is always a lesson in every challenge that you go through. 
It is my earnest hope for all of you listening around the world, literally, that you have an incredible start to your new year. May it be filled with hope, with renewed joy and laughter, and may you be abundantly blessed throughout the entire year. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you in the new year. Thank you for listening to the Event Fusion Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the latest event planning and money-saving tips. Until next time.